Why did it count backwards? I know that we're now recording. <laughs> what? Hello, Captain. <laughs> what do I? Come fly with me. Let's fly. Let's fly. What are we going to talk about? I don't know. So leadership, life, and everything else. Yeah. And we're live. No, we're still recording. (laughs) (laughs) I'll never be able to get that one right, will I? Okay. Um, Welcome aboard, Captain and the Clown. Today's destination, Michelle. Leadership. You really don't like that opening, do you? (laughs) I think it's a good... We're paying respect to your years as as an airline pilot. Welcome on board, destination. Um, So, uh, why are we talking about leadership today? Well, it's in our uh, subtitle life leadership and everything else and it's it's really what this podcast is about it is it yeah. is and it's been quite remiss of us that we haven't spoken about it yet That's we've, right. had, we've got a few podcasts up and we haven't spoken about this topic no so it'd be great to really um discuss and cement down what we think of leadership and what others think of leadership and then see yeah whether whether they're the same and and possibly learn some new um definitions of leadership yeah, along the way. Yeah, especially considering we're going to be talking to a lot of leaders and uh, yes. exploring the topic with them. Um, but before we get into that topic, I just want to tell our listeners about this beautiful experience we both had up on the street just now. We were walking along and one of our listeners, uh, we can call her a listener now because she told us she, she was listening to our podcast, um, one of the most uh, beautiful ladies, actually one of the most beautiful human beings that I know, Janice, we won't say her surname. Hi, Janice. Hi, Janice. Um, just came up to us and was... Uh, Telling us about how much you enjoyed listening to our podcast at two o'clock in the morning. I know. Sorry, sorry about the lack of sleep. Yeah, but hopefully thank we you didn't so much for your awake. feedback. She said that yeah. we didn't put the, put her to sleep at two o'clock in the morning, so that, that meant something. But yeah, that was lovely. It was absolutely lovely to hear from her and to know that you know, I guess people are people are getting something out of our podcast. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, thank you again. And also, please, anyone who wants to give us any feedback, we don't mind. We take it on as feedback, not criticism or, or praise. Although we do like the praise, but. Um, <laughs> Yeah, please, please reach out to us. Absolutely. All right, so today we're going to talk about leadership, and I want to start by talking about the difference between a leader and a manager. So one of the questions I ask uh, my students, I always say, who would you prefer to work for, a leader or a manager? And instantly people put their hand up for leader. In fact, over 30 years of asking this question, 95% of people say, I prefer to work for a leader and a ma- or, than a manager. And then I always ask them why. Why did you say leader? And they inevitably say, oh, they lead by example or they've got knowledge and they inspire me. And they start to list off a whole lot of things. But one of the things that they, they say quite frequently is that they lead by example. And I challenge them. What, what, is, what is the example that they're leading by? Uh, and we're going to come back to that a little bit later on. Uh, but one of the things I want to share with, with our listeners uh, is that when I say who would you prefer to work for, a leader or a manager, 95% of people say leader, so 5%, roughly about 5% say manager, and I ask them, why did you say manager? And inevitably, it's because they had a manager who was a great leader. Yeah. So essentially, it's 100%. 100% of people would prefer to work for a leader 
than a manager. And it's interesting that quite often they don't discover why it is, what it is about this, this word, because they're just words that I put up on a whiteboard, leader or manager, or up on a screen, leader or a manager, and people instinctively go to leader. Now, I know you've got an idea as to why they instinctively go to leader. Michelle? Well, with leader, it's earned. So it's it's you want to follow, you are inspired, you want to be led by that particular person. Whereas a manager, it's a title, a position, um, potentially like seniority where, um, you know, you're because you know that topic or you know that that subject or work ethic, you've been there a long time, you've done your due, you then have um, been, authority. yeah, you've yeah. been given that authority um, rather than earned it potentially. So when you're a manager, you've been given authority via by the business, by, yeah. by your position. So if you're a, a team leader, a manager, a supervisor, any title that implies that you're in charge, the business has given you authority, authority over others. Yes. But as you said, that if you're a leader, you have earned the authority to lead because in order to be a leader, other people need to be following you. If no one's following you, you're just taking a walk. Absolutely. And the thing is, I like that actually, but the thing is that we all know and have potentially experienced leaders who were position-wise in the company lower than us, yep. and yet they they have all of these qualities that make them a leader. Which is why we want to follow those sort of people. Correct. Yeah. So when, when we dig deeper into this authority, so managers are given authority, leaders earn authority, so therefore they don't actually have to be in positions of power to be a leader, which is what this whole podcast is all about, all yeah. these podcasts are about. It's about... How do you become the sort of person that other people would be inspired to follow? How do you become the best version of yourself? Mm. Not necessarily to want people to follow you, but to set the example. And that's, that's really what we get into when we dig into what leadership is. It's a set of character traits that an individual has that makes them the sort of person other people would be inspired to follow. And so then I challenge my, my students every day, well, okay, what are those character traits? What are the character traits that would make somebody the sort of person other people would be inspired to follow? And then we end up building a, a large list and we've already covered a couple. So Michelle, if you were to think about the character traits that make somebody the sort of person other people would be inspired to follow, what, what would you say? Oh, knowledgeable, uh, respectful, honest, definitely, integrity. Yep. They're, they're some of the top ones for me. Yeah, and the ones that are the top for me, confidence, which we've already spoken about in one of our podcasts, decisiveness, loyalty. Yes. And finding the balance in their loyalty. So one of the things I love talking about is the importance when you're a leader or when you're a manager of showing loyalty to the individuals in your team, the loyalty to your team itself, but also balancing that with the loyalty to the organization because, and this is a topic I'd love to have a whole podcast on, that when you're a leader, when you're a manager, when you're in a position of authority, whether it's given authority or earned authority, it's your role to make your team feel a part of an organization, yes. not a part from 
the organisation, which, mm, which I that fine always, line of towing the company line, so it. to speak. Yeah, yeah. and I'd even like to change that whole term, towing the company line. It sounds mm. like you're actually dragging it along, uh, not willfully, but I, I think it's important uh, that leaders unite their team and unite them as part of an organisation. But that's maybe a topic for another day. The other ones I, I like to think about with regards to character traits are things like approachability, uh, respectful, like you said, honest and trustworthy, and a big one for me is integrity. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So th- these are all, I guess, the superlatives that we would use to describe somebody who has the character of a leader, which then goes back to my original challenge to people who say lead by example. I say, well, what does lead by example mean? And they, they start telling me different things that they do. But ultimately, the meaning of that term, lead by example, the reason why we follow people who lead by example. And the example isn't one thing. Mm. It's their whole character. And the reason why you're following them is because you want to be like them. Yes. Yeah. It's not that you like them, that you want to be like them. Obviously, you do like them, but you want to be like them. And so we follow people who have character traits that we would like to have in ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I think that now lays the foundation for all of our podcasts coming up on, on leadership and hopefully the ones that we've done in the past, that really what we're here to talk about is how do you become the sort of person other people are inspired by, other people want to follow because they want to become more like you. Michelle, can you name a leader that, you've, uh, that you know that possibly also knows you, that you have followed, that you've respected, and then why? Yeah, so I've I've been fortunate that a lot of people I've worked with have all have had all of these characteristics that we mentioned, or most of them. And you know, you surround yourself with these people, and and they truly have inspired and also shaped the way I try to lead myself, or I, I lead myself, and and not only in my professional. Um, life, but in my personal life. And one of them, and I know he listens to this, but and he will possibly laugh, but my uh, flying instructor who taught me to fly, Ollie, Oliver Hoffman, he, um, he inspired me because he was sure he was a, a higher grade than me instructor-wise um, as a student, and then I became a, a junior grade three instructor. But he he really held his ground, um, you know, stuck by the rules, almost to the point where um, a lot of colleagues would bend them slightly to make um, it easier. And he stuck to his ground, even if it meant the flight couldn't go, you're going to go over time. Um, so would, would what, you describe that as integrity? Absolutely, yeah. yes. Integrity, very loyal, um, both to his his students and to the company and to the sector to so flying is everything for him he he really he he lives and breathes aviation but he does it in such a way he does completely maintain his integrity it it does um grind against others i have seen that and it's funny um oliver was actually my fo it's it's in aviation, you never know who you're going to work for, who's going to work for you. So you'd be nice to everybody. And um, yeah, there were a couple of flights where Ollie was was my first officer, and you were the captain. I was. Okay, I know. So it was he a bit started weird. teaching you, and then you became a captain, and he was your first officer for a few flights. I guess. That's right, yeah. and that's because of uh, seniority, the opportunity when joining the company. He joined um, about eight years after me. 
However, there were still um, a lot of his lessons and the the things that that made him an his inspiration, yeah, yeah, inspirational leader to me. Yeah. Um, I tried to. He still displays those and and will always be a leader to me. Yeah. Um, but he, I, I really try and live up to that. I just want to clarify something you said about Ollie, and I love that you said this that he had integrity. Even when there was maybe pushback from other people, mm. so he had the confidence to do the right thing, not the popular thing. Is that what you're saying? That's it exactly. Uh, it's one. Of, it's one of my favourite aspects of talking about leaders is when you see a leader like Ollie, and I haven't had the privilege of meeting him, and hopefully we can get him on this podcast. But you say that he's had integrity in situations where it would have been easier to do the popular thing, not the right thing. Correct. Oh, lovely. And yourself. Well, I was. I thought about this and I've been very lucky to be surrounded by uh, quite a number of amazing leaders and characters. Uh, but the first two that come to mind, and I, I hope I get the opportunity to talk about the other, the other leaders over time, but the first two that really come straight to my mind are uh, both called Wayne. Uh, the, first, the first leader is Wayne Baker. So he might not necessarily describe him, himself as a leader, but he absolutely is. And why did Wayne inspire you? How did he inspire you? Well, I was in school. I was in year seven and a school teacher stood up on assembly and said, would anyone like to try water polo? And being a sports nut, as you know, and ended up playing water polo for a long time. I, I went and saw Wayne after the assembly and I enrolled in the water polo program at school. And he... Luckily for me, lived just around the corner from me. He was quite a young teacher when we first met. Actually, um, on that, I, I met Wayne and didn't he say you both started at the same time? We did, <laughs> yes. We both started at the school at the same time, him being a teacher and, and myself being in year seven. And I took up water polo. He was my first water polo coach. And the thing, the many, many things I love about Wayne are his, are his character. So he was really one of the first uh, people that I've learnt from. He's got unconditional empathy and compassion for, for all human beings. He's somebody that hasn't judged a single human being that's walked this planet. In my personal opinion, I don't think he's ever judged anyone. I've never heard him judging anyone. He's so accepting of everyone. He's got um, this. He's got this beautiful family. He's got five gorgeous kids, and he and he's and he's just this uh, rock. I see him as a rock, as a human being that if you spend time with, you will you will learn a lot from. Wayne has, I guess, every superlative that we read out before. And so I felt very privileged as a, as a young man to have had him as a coach, as a mentor, and I now consider him a friend. Um, I'm sure he'd be quite embarrassed me talking about him like this in a public forum because he's also a very humble man, but he's he was the first person that, that came to mind when I was thinking about leaders, people who have got character traits that I'd like to have in myself. And uh, I have mentioned to, this to him um, a couple of times, but I've modelled a lot of what I aspire to be off him. So he was the first leader that, I, that came to mind. The second one was another Wayne. Uh, this was another Wayne involved in my sport, water polo, Wayne Miranda. I, when I moved to Sydney, I actually, 
basically uh, had nowhere to live, so he offered the spare room in his house. And Wayne is a former professional uh, rugby league. He played for Balmain Tigers. He he was the most gifted sports person. Um, but same as Wayne Baker, Wayne Miranda had a set of character traits that uh, he, every superlative you could find in the in the dictionary and the thesaurus would describe him. He, he again just non-judgmental, accepting of everyone, confident, uh, just again a set of character traits that you wouldn't expect to find in one individual and they were in, in the two Waynes that uh, that got me into water polo and, and Wayne Miranda was integral in having me um, stay in water polo as well um, and so yeah I immediately thought of those two two characters because of uh, because of their character because of because of the traits that I wanted within myself was in them mm. uh, and so I, I, tr- I learned so much from those two amazing human beings. Mm. Um, now, I asked you to think about uh, leaders that you don't know, that, uh, would, sorry, that wouldn't know you, but you know. So leaders who have been influential and who, who came to mind? Uh, Richard Branson. I did meet him. And on you flew for Virgin. So. I know, I know. And I had all of his books before the interview. But Richard Branson, I did meet uh, when I was, oh, that's the studio dog, buddy. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I met him um, on an overnight. The Sydney overnights were um, were famous. <laughs> that where he would come and he would shout the bar and and so forth. And and I got to say hello. Um, he he would not remember me. And I've held on to that. You know, maybe thirty second meeting yeah. <laughs> for a long time. But just the fact that he is willing to take chances, uh, small risks, and he. Just the way he inspires others, it's it's looking at a um, a problem, finding a solution, but but getting a community involved behind it. Yeah. So leading in that style. Yeah. And um, Sarah Blakely as well. So the fact that in 2012 she started Spanx and it was you know a startup at home basically, and just her her whole mantra and integrity of maintaining her business acumen. Um, Acumen. Acumen, sorry, not (laughs) acrumen. I thought um, she was a crewman. (laughs) No. And and just the fact that um, she has, you know, there there have been opportunities for her. And and I don't know her full story, but just um, what I've seen is that uh, somebody who who I um, am inspired by her leadership qualities, again, the community feel. So she doesn't take... The glory, same with uh, Richard Branson and other leaders. So that, humble. Yeah, very yeah. humble. And they they praise their team, yep. but they themselves yep. um, take the blame when something goes wrong. And I, I really, really admire that. Actually, a, a friend of ours um, who we hope to have on here, he tends to lead and we see that, you know, he he um, definitely pushes others. He leads from the back of the pack. Brett. So like Mandela said, <laughs> yeah. you, you lead from the back when there's success, you lead from the front when there's danger. Correct. And yeah. I see Brett doing that yeah. quite yeah. often. Well, we'll, physically, we'll, we'll get him on the podcast. We'll yeah. get him on the podcast. I love that two of the leaders that you've thought of are both risk takers. Yes. Uh, coming from somebody who took many risks, learning not learning to fly, but building up her hours, like all of the island hopping that we spoke about in the very first uh, episode. Um, I like the fact that you, you look at risk takers as being leaders because without risk takers, Nothing would change, would it? No, yeah. no, you've got to 
of push the boundaries a little, but yeah. calculated risks. Calculated risks, yeah. of course. Every every risk that Richard Branson has taken, I've read his books twice, actually. I, I loved reading his books. So uh, I ne- never had the privilege to meet him like you did, and you flew for him. So <laughs> it was brilliant that you got to meet him. But the fact that he took risks, that he owned who he was, he knew his limitations, he knew his strengths, and he worked to his strengths. And how about yourself? First person that came to mind was a sports person, Michael Jordan. I grew up idolising Michael Jordan uh, just because of his, his, his competitiveness, his drive to succeed. And I certainly wanted that within myself. And I don't know if you know this, but I've stood about four metres from him. We're at the, Olympic, uh, at the Olympics in Barcelona and we just got our accreditation passes to walk into the village. And then all these photographers came running in and I thought, oh, they're going to take our photograph. How good's this? <laughs> We're all puffing up our chests. And then more photographers ran in and then all these other people ran in and they weren't even looking at us. And then in walks the dream team. So Michael Jordan, Magic Johnson, Larry Bird, Clyde Drexler, Patrick Ewing, all of the stars that I grew up idolizing had just walked into the room. So I didn't get to meet Michael Jordan. But one of the things I love about Michael Jordan and the character of this man is that his failures have been his learning. So when he's in interviewed he always pushes it back to how he learned from his failures and I think his relationship to failure I think we spoke about this in another podcast and I'm going to repeat myself because I really do idolize Michael Jordan and his uh, his competitiveness so he was the first one that came to mind the second one is Nelson Mandela who we just mentioned the whole you lead from the front when there's danger you lead from the back when there's success and so in the corporate world I've said this to many many leaders that you want to be standing at the front when there's danger so in other words if there's failure you take responsibility for that failure and you own it on behalf of the team which is going to make your team feel safe Mm. but when there's success you stand at the back and you let your team take the spotlight because ultimately it's the team that put in the effort so Nelson Mandela also just the fact that his character remained strong through all of the adversity Mm. that he went through he was always always able to hold his character true and his empathy for his fellow man. Maintained his integrity, even though it wasn't the popular. Exactly. And then the last one... um, I, I added it to my list. I, I threw on an extra one. It's Robin Williams. I, I, I'm a big fan of stand-up, stand-up comedy, and uh, he would be the number one um, comedian that I've always admired because whether you're watching him perform, whether you're watching him being interviewed, whether you're watching him in movies, I get this sense of who he really was. And I've heard and read stories about him being in cafes late at night and people have come in and, and they didn't recognise him at first. And just the way he, he behaved when, when people didn't know who he was or even the way he behaved when people did know who he was, he, he came across as this compassionate, humble, beautiful human being that had this unbridled sense of fun. And I think all leaders could benefit from that. And so I put Robin Williams on my list. Now, I believe you've got one more. I do. Oprah Winfrey, which um, I know, you know there's a lot of media about her and, and she's been uh, for over 30 years, I suppose, it's, she's been on my radar for, as being a, a great leader and, and coming from basically like, um, you know, from the ashes and, and all of the, the things that happened to her growing up as a child and then uh, being, you know, a, a, a black lady in America and just the pushback she got and how she maintained her, her you know, true north mm. and, and just kept going and striving and, and still the philanthropy. Uh, 
philanthropy. Yeah. And just, um, again, she maintains, now I don't know her personally and, and there may be other things, but it's Oprah, just, if you're listening, we're welcome to have you on our podcast. <laughs> but this has been great in the fact that when you did ask me to think of the leaders that I knew and who who knew me, so who had a direct um, relationship to me, it, it got me thinking. And, I, and really, I have been fortunate that I have been led by many who still I consider a fantastic influence mm. in, in both professional and personal life. And yeah, like uh, talking about Oliver and mum and, you know, even who I'm working for at the moment, Ben, um, just just the way he's able to um, pivot and refocus and, and inclusive, um, you know, definitely um, we, you know, we, we, we talk about the things that didn't work, that did work. And, and it's just that feeling of, of um, a trustworthy community. Can I reflect on Oprah? One of the things that I admire about her is the fact that she has just got grown stronger from all her adversities. And Absolutely. that's something that I know that you have done facing all sorts of different things along your career path, misogyny to all sorts of levels of disrespect. But the fact that everything that stood in your way made you a stronger human being and you talk about the anti-fragility that's given you. So, yeah, I can understand why you why you look up to Oprah because she certainly has character traits that you yourself have, Michelle. And, uh, Thank you, who guys. I also look up to. All right, so I guess we'll finish off this pod- podcast and it's gone a little bit over time, but uh, just, just reiterating that you're a leader when you have a set of character traits uh, that we, we would call superlatives that other people want in themselves. So you're leading by an example. They want those character traits in, in them and so they follow you. You could be a manager, you're given authority by the business, but to be a leader, even if you don't have authority, these character traits that we're going to be discussing at length in many podcasts are the character traits that you want to work on, which makes you the sort of person other people would be inspired to follow. Uh, one thing I, I want to point out is that no matter where you are, how, how old or young you are, there is always somebody watching you. So there is always yes. an opportunity to inspire someone. Absolutely. Yeah. And what a great way to spend our lives inspiring others. Yes. Yes. All right. So how are we going to sign off? <laughs> Have we decided on a sign off? No. More dogs? Yes, more yeah, dogs. more dogs. world more is a better place with more dogs. Yeah, the world is a better place with more dogs. And if you could hear Buddy, the studio dog, snoring in the background <laughs> and, uh, and barking for uh, some water before. But yeah, the world would be a better place with more dogs. Yes. Okay. All right. Have a great week, Michelle. You too, Guy. Bye. Bye. So, Michelle, where can they find us? captainandtheclown.com where you'll find links to our websites for keynote speaking and corporate training yes that's captainandtheclown.com <laughs> well that was fun that was fun <laughs> you're the, such a clown the clown captain. <laughs> lady captain <laughs> <laughs> and who's going to listen to this maybe our mums thanks mum thanks mum